It's Happy Harry Hard On out here, folks. Are you out there? Are you alive? Are you fucking breathing? Psych! No, it's, it's, this is DJ Easy Dick. Nah, no, I'm kidding. This fact, Daddy. Um, it's gonna talk about the It movie, because some people thought it sucked, but... Personally, I think it's pretty horrifying to have the personal manifestation of my fear in the form of a demonic clown presented to me anywhere and everywhere just so it could feed on my fear. Kind of scary. Um, it's definitely a more evolved update of the ABC miniseries. And as far as I'm concerned, no offense to any diehard Stephen King fans, it's the second film representing his work that I think in many respects is somewhat better. Um, I know that comparing mediums is a dicey topic, and in particular literature versus Cinema because literature 99.9% of the time wins as opposed to cinema, which usually has to gather up all that information and then present it visually, which is very difficult because the cool thing about reading is the story, while it's told and is written out, still plays out in your own psyche. So that means 5 million people read a book. Five million people experience a book completely differently. So there's five million versions of that story out in the world now. Five million perspectives that are completely and totally different. And the same can be said for a film, but it's a visual thing. So it's more immediate. Like that person is that height. They are that skin color. They have that type of hair. They are in that type of room. As opposed to when you're reading a book, we all get different impressions of the room and the characters and their interactions and dynamics. So, along with Stanley Kubrick's Shining, I personally feel that this new It reiteration is somewhat superior to the book. I'll bet it's not complete because they have to do the second film and they could completely fuck that up. Which would leave me in a position where I would have to retract this current statement. But I won't retract it. I would just say, well, it was half as good. The other half fell off. That remains to be seen. So that's a topic for a different time. However, looking at the It film, I think it represents a lot of different things on a lot of different levels. But you always got to go to the basics, in my opinion. When analyzing anything relating to our species, human beings. So, in a very basic sense, we're dealing with fear and we're dealing with love. Clearly, an uh, interdimensional entity that can take on the physical properties of our fear through psychically extracting them from us is a uh, horrifying thing and it's definitely in the sphere and realm of fear and 
to feed on that fear by exploiting it and making it elicit further fear is a horrifying enterprise and that is Pennywise's role so living in a town like Derry a small town a lot of narrow minds individualities kind of shirked you can see a kind of herd mentality and you can kind of feel the underswell of the darkness of Pennywise's fear-generating presence throughout the town. And the fact that these children had enough courage to come together and face such a horrific creature is a demonstration of love. Some would disagree with me. However, it's not so much that there's strength in numbers, is that there's strength in love and camaraderie and acceptance. You had different children of different backgrounds you know Stan is Jewish Mike is black Beverly's a woman you have them all grouped together fighting this interdimensional creature Ben is a fat kid he's smart Bill stutters he's smart Eddie is Eddie with his medical placebo issues and Richie is hilarious and they're all very divergent and different people even though you know it's through the lens of budding adulthood meaning childhood but that awkward transition from when you're a six or seven or eight or nine year old to being a 13 year old you have a different lens to perceive the world so through what I consider love they came together and they faced not only their inner fears but the embodiment of fear itself which was Pennywise now there's a lot of ways to deal with fear and there's nothing wrong in and of itself having fear it's when the fear dictates your reality and controls you and has you live life a certain way. We all have our share of burdens and we've all been thrown share of shit. But fear dictating your life really takes the life away from you. I, I think the greatest fear for every human being is not death or sharks or snakes. I think is of living because living entails so many things it entails change and growth and it does entail joy and it does entail despair and ultimately it does entail death and I think the notion of the fear of death is what makes most people afraid to be alive hence what I consider the universal fear of actually living whether it's following your dream to be a stand-up comedian or maybe you just want to be a goat farmer in some foreign country and everyone thinks you're crazy. Whatever absurd, brilliant, stupid, ingenious idea you have about living your life that makes you want to live and enjoy it and that you're afraid to undertake because you're worried about the world or what anyone else will think of you, 
That's the kind of fear that controls our world. And ultimately is the fear of the other. And that's what makes these young children getting together such a powerful thing. Because it's the fear of the other allows for separation and allows for you to objectify others and come to conclusions that we don't have this common shared humanity. No matter who anyone is, aspects of us all want to be loved, liked, cherished, nurtured, supported, deemed as special, deemed as authentic. And our fear of not getting these things leads some of us to behaviors that are truly insane. And those insane behaviors lead others of us to look at that person as something way beyond what we are like evil despicable disgusting or just different fringe threatening some threats are real majority of them are fabrications of our mind based on notions of otherness which leads us to fear these children didn't have to come together and spoiler alert at some point they did break apart they allowed fear to dictate their behavior and quite reasonably so because uh there's a facet of fear that i didn't discuss and that facet is reasonableness or reasonability the fact is being afraid is the most reasonable thing in the world it'll save your life when you run up a tree and away from a lion ready to eat you while you're out hunting outside of your cave at 2 a.m because there wasn't enough food to go around but at a certain point in time particularly in the modern age the level of fear is unnecessary it doesn't have to be what it is point being when people come together by choice out of a mutual respect for each other's existences powerful things can happen the fact that seven 13 year olds had the wherewithal to come together in the face of a devastatingly frightening and evil creature who literally becomes a physical manifestation of each individual child's fear in order to generate more fear in them so that they are tastier when consumed that's why it's a horror story and it might not seem that horrific to some of us but taken into a different perspective it is horrific but it's also something that all of us to some degree or varying degrees experience every day of our lives we're always left with choices we're always left with the choices that fear springs upon us and the choices that love springs upon us and love requires us to give up some of that ego and to be more bold and more brave and more honorable than we believe ourselves to be because we're afraid we're none of those things and love asks nothing of anyone but to love themselves which is probably one of the other greatest fears we have as human beings besides living because living requires to many great degrees that we love ourselves and we try to love others so this can also tie into ideas of who we are I don't 
believe that you can know who you are out in a vacuum. Your existence is completely relative to the existence of others, both in idea and in form. You're not tall unless there are short people. You're not quote-unquote dumb unless there are quote-unquote smart people. Any adjective that we prescribe to any other existing being is just that, an adjective. A living existence is volatile, relatively unstable, prone to change, growth, and decay, and ultimately death. And it's very complex to actually just simplify an existence and say, that's a purely evil existence, or that's a purely good existence. A good man can do bad things, and a bad man can do good things. And I mention this only because I look at camaraderie as acknowledgement of different aspects of yourself. Let's just say, let's go out on a limb and say we all are connected, that the whole Einstein notion of energy can neither be created nor destroyed quintessentially means that each and every existing thing is a vibration and those vibrations vibrate at different speeds and rates and those different speeds and rates become forms and specific configurations that interact so pretty much you're looking at like a massive cosmic grid of a one awareness interacting with itself endlessly in myriad forms so in this instance going back to it you have it representing fear and the individual group of children representing these disparate beings with these myriad personas that are myriad reflections of the one consciousness in their forms having the willingness to surrender their egos to varying degrees in order to come together to overcome a singular obstacle that represents multiple obstacles for them all, but ultimately just one fear. And it's the letting go of that fear and choosing to work together that empowers them to ultimately not destroy, but to at least weaken and disable this form of evil, this fear, or this fear monger and survive and to become stronger people and though that doesn't play out for each and every character in this instance even the weakest amongst them symbolizes the weakest amongst us that person that you love that for whatever reason didn't see the need to go on and chose to end their own life which is a very horrible touchy painful subject and some of us know about it firsthand and it's difficult it's difficult to understand why someone would choose to end their life if the thought never crossed your mind but different elements of suffering pain past tragedies and fear could lead someone to that decision and it's a terrifying and sad decision that we don't really discuss. Um, the only serious discussion I've ever heard of about suicide was more in relation to euthanasia and the Jack of Orkian years than anything modern. 
I mean, I know there are high suicide rates in other industrialized nations. And the fact remains, I think a lot of it is fear-based. And the lack of feeling loved or supported or just not seeing a world with enough love in it could hurt a person. And seeing a great wall of fear coming at you whether it's losing your home or getting divorced or the death of a parent, having these things come at you could just destroy you. And in the instance of a very specific character in It, I'm not going to say who, everyone knows who I'm talking about, if they're familiar with the story, and if they're not, good, you'll find out, who can't face It again. And on a reasonable side of it, you can't blame anyone for not wanting to face It again. But the fact is, we all have our version of it, and we all have to face it, and the best way to face it would probably be with other people whom you love supporting you, and if you have to just break it down to a solo act, just love yourself and face it anyway, because in the end, love is stronger than fear. And I know I could be accused of being completely and totally full of shit. And I've had that accusation leveled at me many times. So that's perfectly fine. But fact is, if you ask a person nowadays to walk into a Starbucks or a cafe and sit down and allow someone to pour milk on them or spit at them or call them names or punch them in the face and for that person to not retaliate, and for that person to be with groups of people who do not retaliate. And for that to become a movement that helped change the face of how this country interacts in terms of its citizens of varying ethnicities. You would probably think that was crazy because it might not have happened in this era. It might not have been possible. But when love plays a role and people choose to see a little bit beyond their own egos... Or even, in that instance, a hell of a lot. Something happens. You break through a fear. And you make another individual recognize that common humanity we all share but we refuse to see. Because, oh, there's the other. When the other, in many regards, is just a different you. Well, that's all I got. Um... I'll be talking about more stuff I like when I figure out what that is. I like a lot of things, but I'm moody. Take care. Wubba, wubba, wubba. May life not always be a pain in the ass and be more like a massage to the booty. Take care. Bye.